The Tennessee Titans hiring Brian Callahan looks better every day. And a lot of you guys owe Amy Adams Strunk a big apology. I'll explain why on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. We got a lot to discuss. The Brian Callahan hire gets better every day. Also, the Titans might keep Shane Bowen as their defensive coordinator, and I'll give you guys a recap of day one of senior bowl practices. Before we get into all of that, I do want to thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Shout out to my everydayers out there tuning in Monday through Friday. Let me know who you guys are down below. Also, throw a thumbs up on the video. The show's always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. With that being said, though, again, the Brian Callahan hire looks better every single day as each day passes for the Tennessee Titans, and we got even more reason to believe that on Tuesday. Ben Johnson, who is widely considered the top candidate in this hiring cycle, is going back to the Detroit Lions. He gave the stiff arm to the Washington Commanders, gave the stiff arm to the Seattle Seahawks. Now, I know that a lot of Titans fans and a lot of you guys in the comments Wanted the Titans to hire Ben Johnson. But think about the position the Titans would be in right now if they had pursued Ben Johnson to this point. They would be screwed. Just like the Commanders are. Just like the Seahawks are. And now you're fighting over lower tier candidates. All right. It looks like another guy that I was very high on, Bobby Slowick, There are conflicting reports out there. Some say that he interviewed very well. Some people saying that maybe his interviews didn't go quite well and that he's not ready to be a head coach. Either way, if you're someone who didn't want Bobby Slowick, well, the Titans would have been stuck with him or Mike McDonald or Dan Quinn or Aaron Glenn. None of those guys that would have been the top-tier hire that Brian Callahan would have been. So, again, Amy Adams-Strunk making the move to fire Mike Vrabel, to put themselves in a position to hire their number one candidate in Brian Callahan looks better every day. I mean, outside of, let's say, Jim Harbaugh with the Chargers, in my opinion, is the best fit between coach and team of this entire hiring cycle. You just can't beat that with Herbert, the situation they're in. But the thing is, The Titans were never going to be interested in Jim Harbaugh or Bell Belichick. 
They just fired an egomaniac that wanted total roster control and wanted full control of the entire organization. Why would the Titans go out and hire another guy just like that? It was never going to make sense. So out of the realistic options that the Tennessee Titans had, Brian Callahan was clearly the best fit and the top candidate. And again, a lot of you guys owe Amy Adams Strunk a big apology because there were people, not only Titans fans, but people in the media that cover the Titans on a daily basis screaming bloody murder because the Titans didn't trade Mike Rabel. Well, it looks like to me, if none of these teams are hiring Mike Rabel outright when he's just free and available, then why would any of the teams traded for Mike Rabel? So the idea that the Titans should have traded Mike Rabel is absolutely out the window. All right, that has been thrown up and smashed out of the park. Ridiculous, okay? Anybody still upset that the Titans didn't trade Mike Rabel is out of their mind, okay? And the overreactions, there were people calling Amy Adams Strunk impulsive, overreactionary. The only people who were impulsive and overreactionary were the people crying bloody murder, chicken little, the sky is falling because the Titans didn't trade Mike Rabel. Gerard Mayo went to the Patriots. Maybe Vrabel goes to Atlanta. Nope, they picked Raheem Morris. Maybe Vrabel goes to Carolina. Nope, they picked Dave Canales. And, I mean, outside of Jim Harbaugh, who, again, wasn't a good fit with the Titans, would I have wanted Dave Canales, Raheem Morris, Antonio Pierce, Drum Mayo over Brian Callahan? No! Okay, we all had an understanding here that the Titans needed to hire a young, innovative, offensive mind to be their next head coach. Name the better young, innovative, offensive mind who got hired so far other than Brian Callahan. The Titans got the top candidate. Like, and again, the Mike Rabel stuff, he's a top-tier candidate. He's going to be a hot name. He's going to get hired right away. But no, false. So a lot of people... Titans fans, local Titans media, who just went nuts when Mike Vrabel got hired and called it the big mistake. This is a franchise-altering decision. This will have nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Again, as the days go by, as time goes on, the hire of Brian Callahan looks even better for the Tennessee Titans. The offensive-minded head coach, Young, but also incredibly experienced with multiple types of quarterbacks and some of the best quarterbacks we've seen in the last 20 years. So, I mean, again, I think that Harbaugh is the best fit for team, but Harbaugh was not a fit for the Titans. They never were going to interview him. They never were going to interview Bill Belichick, and nobody wants Bill Belichick either. I made a joke on Twitter last week that if Mike Vrabel and... Bill Belichick started a podcast this year since they're unemployed. It would be called Total Roster Control. Full Roster Control. Nobody is given a head coach control like that except the Chargers, and they gave it to Harbaugh because Harbaugh has proven to be a team builder. But again, the Titans were never going to do that. So out of the, the, the candidates that the Titans actually could have picked from and actually wanted to pick from, it is clear that Brian Callahan was their top option. Not only that, but Brian Callahan's top option was the Tennessee Titans. And again, the Titans were not going to be able to trade Mike Vrabel. And if they would have held on to Mike Vrabel for weeks and weeks trying to trade him, they would have missed out on Brian Callahan entirely. He would have been in Carolina right now. He would have been in Atlanta right now. He would have been in Washington right now. 
Van Johnson goes back to Detroit. The Titans would have been left holding the bag and got nothing. They would have had to let Mike Vrabel go because it was obvious they wanted to trade him and that partnership wasn't going forward. And they would have been left with low-tier candidates who weren't at the top of their list. A lot of people took shots at Amy Adams Strunk and the Tennessee Titans during this process. And who came out on top? The Tennessee Titans. So, with that being said, the Titans maybe didn't retain Mike Rabel, but there is a member of Mike Rabel's staff who the Titans may be retaining. It's Shane Bowen, defensive coordinator, and a lot of people hate it. And I got to tell you, I simply don't. I'll explain why I don't hate that move and give you guys a recap of day one of senior bowl practices with the stars of the day, some of the guys who struggled. We're going to get into all of that before we do though. Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. All right, guys, here's the reality. Passion, drive, patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy, but it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks to exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always Find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, you're guaranteed to fit your ride. The part is, at least, every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about why the Brian Callahan hire gets better every single day while trading Mike Rabel and the reaction to it was insane and why a lot of people owe Amy Adams Strunk a big apology. But now we got to talk about the latest coordinator news because the Titans have interviewed a few people, but the big news is they might retain Shane Bowen as the defensive coordinator. I know some people won't like that, but I don't think it's really that crazy. I'll explain why before I do, though. do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Let me know down below in the comments, what would be your thoughts if the Titans brought back Shane Bowen as the defensive coordinator? Let me say this again. I don't think that it's that insane. You look around at the options that the Tennessee Titans have for defensive coordinator. We talked about a lot of them on yesterday's show. I mean, you have guys like, or I, it wasn't yesterday's show, it was it was Monday's show or Sunday night whenever you're watching that. But, of course, Denard Wilson, my top candidate for defensive coordinator, a guy from Baltimore, was Philly's 
defensive back coach and passing game coordinator on defense in 2022 when they had the number one passing defense. Went over to Philadelphia in the same role or over to Baltimore this year in the same role. Number one pass defense. Everywhere the guy goes, they have the number one pass defense. So that would make a ton of sense. But here's the reality. If Mike McDonald, who has a better chance of getting a head coaching job now that Ben Johnson is going back to Detroit, if Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, leaves Baltimore, then the Ravens might just hire Denard Wilson to be their defensive coordinator. Why would he not stay there with great defensive talent in a place that he already knows? So that may be a reality that the Titans have to face, which means Denard Wilson would not be an option for the Titans. We talked about, you know, Wink Martindale, James Betcher from the Buffalo Bills. They promoted him to their defensive coordinator. So it's not like there are a ton of great defensive coordinator options out there that the Titans are just passing on. So Shane Bowen coming back, I just truly don't think it would be that insane of a move. Is it all-inspiring? Is it something that's going to get you super fired up? No, it's not. But here's the reality. Shane Bowen has been interviewed by other teams to be their defensive coordinator. He got interviewed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He got interviewed by the New York Giants. He is somebody who is in demand as a defensive coordinator. And if we're going to say, hey, Mike Vrabel didn't have the value that everybody acted like he did because he's not getting all these interviews and he's not getting opportunities, well, then you got to apply that same logic to Shane Bowen and say, if the Titans get rid of him and other teams want to hire him right away, maybe Shane Bowen's not that bad of a defensive coordinator. Huh? 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 I know. It's crazy to think, but that might be the case. And here's one other thing that I want to mention here. Brian Callahan said in his press conference that the defensive coordinators that he wants are guys who make it tough on him, guys who are hard to game plan against, guys who are hard to adjust to. Well, in the last three meetings where Shane Bowen was the defensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, the Bengals scored 19 points, 20 points, and three points. Now, I know that last one, Joe Burrow was banged up, and maybe it's not a fair assessment, but they only scored three points. And Brian Callahan with Jake Browning at quarterback, scored 30 points against good teams like the Cowboys and the 49ers that, you know, had way better offensive outputs. So it's clear that Shane Bowen is a guy who has given Brian Callahan some struggles in the past in his offensive system. So he meets the criteria from that nature. And I just want to say this. The Titans have had terrible talent in their secondary, especially at cornerback. Here in recent years, they dealt with a ton of injuries in there, so the Titans' pass defense hasn't been great. But in 2022, the Titans had the best run defense in the NFL. This year, the, everybody thinks the Titans' defense was terrible. This year in 2023, the number one red zone defense in the NFL. If we're going to keep it 100 here, the NFL is all about being great on offense and being great in red zone defense and holding other great offenses to field goals. That is how you win in the NFL right now. There are no elite defenses in the NFL anymore. There are no 85 Bears. There are no 2,000 Ravens. That is not a thing anymore. Offenses are too good. They're going to go up and down the field on you most of the time, especially when you get into the playoffs against good teams. You're not going to shut people down anymore. That's not how this works. So being able to stop teams in the red zone is absolutely critical. Best red zone defense in the entire NFL with the talent that we're talking about. The Titans were 17th in third down defense. They were 17th in passing yards allowed. They were 13th in rushing yards allowed. They were 16th in scoring. Think about being the 16th best in the top half in the NFL in scoring defense when your offense is one of the worst in the NFL. 
The Titans only gave up 21.6 points per game. That should be good enough to win you a ton of games because you need to score more than 21 points. The whole idea of hiring Brian Callahan is that the Titans are going to score more than 21 points per game. Get back to 24, 25, 26 points per game scored. So if you give Shane Bowen better talent on defense and you add to the roster, he has shown that he could do, and the Titans had multiple players with double-digit sacks. Harold Landry, Danico Autry, Simmons would have been there too if they didn't shut him down early to protect his health. So Shane Bowen has showed that he has the ability to create massive pressure on quarterbacks. He's shown the ability to have an elite run defense an elite red zone defense. And he's also been a guy who has given Brian Callahan trouble in the past. He checks all the boxes. Look, I am not going to sit up here and tell you that this, if they retain Shane Bowen, that I'm going to be, oh, this is incredible. This is, but if you're somebody who said, this is awful, that would be a terrible move. He's terrible. That's a disaster. That's just insane too. Okay. There is no room for extremes here. There's no extreme happiness, but there also is no extreme despair either. You're just not being realistic. Again, other teams want to hire Shane Bowen, and the Titans are saying, no, we're probably going to retain him. And if Denard Wilson is gone, and if James, or not James Betcher, if um, Babich, who I think I said that wrong earlier. I said James Betcher, but I was, I was talking about Babich from Buffalo. He got promoted to Buffalo's defensive coordinator. I mean... There aren't a lot of great options out there for the Titans. I think retaining Shane Bowen, who has showed that he could produce really good defensive plays, would not be the worst thing to ever happen. If the Titans' offense was better, the defense would have been fine. How many games did the Titans play this year where the defense did their job? It wasn't the defense's fault that the offense scored 17 points a game. And think about how much better the Titans' defense would be if the offense didn't give the other offense a million opportunities over and over again. So, to me, if there's outrage about Shane Bowen being retained as DC, that's absurd. You don't have to be over the moon happy, but acting like it's some major disaster is just as ridiculous, okay? But with that being said, some other news. The Titans did interview Thad Lewis, the quarterback coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for an offensive coordinator position. I don't think Thad Lewis gets hired, but getting intel on what they're doing with quarterbacks in the offense in Tampa Bay. A lot of people wanted Dave Canales to get an interview with the Titans. Well, now you're taking some of that information. Thad Lewis was a former NFL quarterback. If the Buccaneers let people go, maybe Thad Lewis comes over as a quarterback coach for the Titans. I don't think that's going to be the hire. I think it's going to end up being Nick Holes of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but interesting of note. And then again, the Titans did interview Denard Wilson, um, although I think he ends up staying in Baltimore when Mike McDonald takes a head coaching job. But with that being said, we are going to recap day one of the Senior Bowl. We got risers, we got fallers at the most important positions for the Tennessee Titans. So I'm going to dive into that here in just a second. Before I do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel. Again, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I love Super Bowl prop bets. I said it yesterday. I'm going to say it again. 
Isaiah Pacheco for MVP. I'm going to be slamming Isaiah Pacheco's rushing yards totals. I'm going to get him as an anytime score on a touchdown. going to do a little same-game parlay as well with a bunch of stuff, but that's not just it. Super Bowl 58, you could bet money line spread over under again player props they have some weird you know uh, out of the box props as well make sure that you guys check it out and new customers who join today can get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up that's fanduel.com slash locked on Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about why the Brian Callahan hire gets better every day, why a lot of people owe Amy Adams Strunk a big-time apology. Also talked about Shane Bowen potentially being brought back as defensive coordinator for the Titans and why it's not a move that I would hate. Now I want to get into a recap of day one of senior bowl practices. We're going to talk guys who showed out, guys who maybe struggled. Before we get into it, thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Titans podcast. But I also want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On, plus all our national shows covering every league like Locked On NFL, which I host on Thursdays. Check that out. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel, be a part of history. But it's Senior Bowl week, and Senior Bowl is one of the biggest moments in the pre-draft process. It is essentially a week-long interview for all of these prospects. It's not only how you play, it's how you respond to coaching, how you act around your teammates. I mean, you are literally on trial all day long when you were at the Senior Bowl, and you know what the saying is, pressure burst pipes, but also pressure makes diamonds. And I think both of those sayings apply here because there are some guys who maybe struggled a little bit out there, but there are also guys who are maybe names that you wouldn't recognize or aren't guys at the top of the board who absolutely showed out. So a ton of movement happens on the draft board based on what takes place at the senior bowl. And of course, as a Tennessee Titans guy, I'm going to focus on the positions that the Titans need the most. And that is, of course, wide receiver, and offensive line. So let's start with the offensive line. Number one, we got to talk about Jackson Powers Johnson. I mean, wow. The center from Oregon dominated out there. I mean, incredibly impressive. His measurements, he came in at 334. So he's a guy who is built like a center. He doesn't have insane length, blah, 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 all of that. But to have that size, to have that ability to anchor, to have that power. I mean, you're thinking about Aaron Brewer, who played at like 290 pounds. This guy is 40 pounds heavier, still providing you incredible quickness, incredible tenacity, drive in the run game. But again, the ability to anchor against a bull rush. Jackson Powers Johnson is going to be a first-round pick 
probably in the back end of the first round. But people who are thinking that he's going to be available for the Titans at 38, I got to tell you guys, I just don't think that's going to happen. He has absolutely shown out day one at the Senior Bowl, and I expect that to continue. All right, he's a fantastic prospect. Another guy who really, really balled out here is Talese Fuaga. Uh, I mean, Fuaga is a guy who some people are wondering, he's an Oregon State offensive lineman. Some people are wondering, is he going to kick into guard? Is he going to stay at right tackle? Talisa Fuaga is going to be a right tackle, and he is mauling people at the Senior Bowl. His drive in the run game was obvious, but he had some one-on-one matchups uh, with Latou, the number one edge rusher in the class out of UCLA, and he totally held his own. So is he, he is he prototypical right tackle size? No, but what he's showing at the Senior Bowl right now, I don't think there's any doubt that Talisa Fuaga could be a starting right tackle. I think that he's going to go in that mid-range in the first round, probably somewhere from 12 to, to 20, somewhere in there. But I will say this, Daniel Jeremiah had Fuwaga ranked ahead of Ola Fashanu. So take that into account. Again, I'm not somebody who would want to take Talise Fuwaga with the Titans' first-round pick. Definitely not at number seven. I hate the idea of trading back. I'll talk about that more as we get closer to the draft. But definitely rising up the board here. And got to give him his credit, even if I don't think he's going to be in the range for the Titans. Some other offensive tackles who showed out, and now we're getting into guys who could be available for the Titans late in, or not late, but early in that second round. Yeah, they could go late first round. They could be five, six, seven, eight offensive tackles taken in the first round in this draft because there are so many good ones and there's not a lot of depth in the draft because of NIL, like I mentioned earlier this week. But Patrick Paul out of Houston, a monster of a man who needs a little bit of technical refinement, is a little bit of raw, but with his athleticism at his size, he had a good day at the Senior Bowl day one. Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma balled out. I mean, he's going to be a first-round pick now. He's absolutely going to be a first-round pick, but if for some reason he's available, maybe the Titans, if they go wide receiver at seven, want to come back and get tackle in the second round. Again, these are names who could at least realistically be available. Uh, Christian Jones. From Texas, another offensive tackle looking excellent. Uh, Christian Haynes from UConn, another guy who's showing out at offensive tackle. Some interior guys who make some sets. Dominic Pooney out of Kansas had a great day. Uh, another offensive tackle, Kingsley. I'm trying to get this name right. Samoa Tai. I think I, I did the best I could. All right, I did the best I could. But those guys really... Had excellent, excellent days. Now, I will say this. Remember in training camp when Arden Key was getting 10 sacks a day and we were like, is the pass rush really that good? Is the offensive line bad? And it turned out the Titans' pass rush was good, but not as good as the training camp reports because the Titans' offensive line was bad. The edge rush class and the pass rush class from interior defensive linemen at the Senior Bowl is not good. This is not a good draft class to need pass rushers, okay? So while the offensive linemen all sound like they're doing a great job, take it with a grain of salt that the pass rushers are not great in this draft either. So a lot of these offensive linemen maybe sound a little bit better than they're actually going to be because the pass rushers they're facing right now are maybe not NFL quality like they're obviously going to face in the NFL. Jordan Morgan, 
Some of you guys like Jordan Morgan. Offensive, t- his measurements came in very poor. And he struggled with the bull rush and anchoring and holding up against strength at day one of the senior bowl. If you're somebody who wanted Jordan Morgan as an offensive tackle, you got to let that go. He's going to play on the interior. He's going to be a guard. And he's not somebody who I'm going to be interested in for the Titans. At wide receiver, I'll just start here. Xavier Leggett, who is a guy who I've been interested in, two inches shorter. He was expected to be 6'3". He's 6'1". He's got small hands. He's got short arms. And he got open a little bit on day one at the Senior Bowl, but didn't make those big plays down the field vertically. Wasn't winning those jump balls, winning those contested catches. And as a guy who's kind of lived off of that and his yards after catch ability, to have small hands and short arms really hurting Xavier Leggett's draft stock right now. Somebody who I'm losing interest in by the minute. Johnny Wilson, the big, tall, six-foot-six guy from Florida State, he's not a wide receiver, folks. He's a tight end. He can be like a Darren Waller type. I, I hate to say it, but Kelvin Benjamin is what comes to mind. But guys who balled out, Roman Wilson from Michigan, uh, Brendan Rice from USC, Javon Baker, uh, Malachi Corley from Western Kentucky, Looking like a beast. Looking like a Debo Samuel clone out there. Jamari Thrash from Louisville was great. Lad McConkey from Georgia was uncoverable in one-on-one drills. Absolutely great. Ricky Persall from Florida. Another guy who could make sense. End of day two. Getting into day three. Uh, a name that I'd never heard before. Marcus Rosemary Jack Saint from Georgia. Had a great day on day one. So, a lot of good guys want to mention Quentin Mitchell, uh, Quentin Mitchell, the Toledo cornerback. He's going to go in the first round now, though. Don't think he'll be there for the Titans at 38. And then some other guys on defense that, or at least one other guy I want to mention, uh, Latou, Lalale Latou. I can't say his first name right. That's on me. I'll figure out the pronunciations when the beast comes out from Dane Brugler. But Latou from UCLA was like the only good pass rusher that we saw out there consistently. And he won and was good. There were some running backs who looked good. The quarterbacks kind of struggled. But overall, some really good names at offensive line, really good names at wide receiver. And that should make the Tennessee Titans fans very, very, very excited. But I'm going to be back with you guys tomorrow to break down all the latest, talk some more about the Senior Bowl. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland. And this, got to wait for the beat drop, was Locked on Titans.